This is Crypto Core Radio, discussing the ideas, people, and projects building the new digital economy. Get the latest on blockchain technology and cryptocurrency updates with your host, Loops. Hello and welcome to Core Radio. This is Lutz coming to you live with an interesting, uh, an interesting ICO, an interesting technology. It's not, it's not your average, you know, chain where uh, where you just use it for spending and buying. It actually has like a whole different type of purpose behind it. It allows you to do something that uh, you, it would probably cost you a lot more to do yourself which is very cool and this is why I decided to invite them on today uh, it is called mass I don't know if you guys heard of it mass.cloud is the website and uh, I have two of the team members on today uh, we were supposed to have more in the future we we're gonna have more we're, they're gonna come back on the whole team and you could do a full AMA you guys could come on my team speak and talk to them directly if you like uh, before today we have two members uh, we have Kurt, right? And we yep. have Yak. Hello. <laughs> Clinton. A.K.A. Clinton, but his yeah. real name is Yak. Hey, guys, what's going on? Living working life. <laughs> guys working your butts off in the corporate world? Of yeah. course. Oh, good, man. I used to be there. I used to do the same thing. I think I think Kurt had a not a great day today. <laughs> not today sucked. Nah, man. Sorry to hear that, brother. But you know what? It's over, right? No, nah, it's just getting started. <laughs> not, not a fun start. Not a fun stuff happens. Nah, penis. All right, so, all right, so I, I was looking over this white paper, and you know, I, I was like, you know, this is really cool. You know what? You know, apparently, I could, I could, I could set up a master node through your coin instead of mm -hmm. it and setting up a master node is really a pain in the ass if anybody's ever done it before it's a pain in the ass man you got to know linux first of all because if you don't you, you it's over and then you know you got to set up a vps you know it's got to be its own separate ip address because you don't want it to be on yours and you know it's it there's a lot of complications during the install and you it's a lot of headache and sometimes you know it doesn't work properly you know i mean syntax could do it in five minutes but you know somebody who doesn't know you know and is used to a gui is is definitely not going to be you know savvy enough to set up a master node so what kind of what kind of service are you guys providing for people any one of you can answer that so basically how it works is mass is a pool of other uh, masternode and uh, staking coins. So, um, you know, Dash, Neos, um, Crown is masternode, masternode. Those are all represented inside the pool of mass. And then somebody who uh, doesn't know uh, a lot about um, staking or masternodes, or maybe can't afford a masternode, like a Dash masternode is really expensive, or a Stratus masternode is super expensive, they can get a portion of that uh, benefit 
from being part of the pool and staking with our uh, smart contract into it easily very easily like one button easy all right uh i mean so j just give me a brief overview of you know of, of what it's what it's about what mess you know tell me give me a brief in introduction of mass and you know what problems does it solve for crypto you want to answer that kurt um I'll let you, you're more wordly than i am i'm, <laughs> I'm more technical well, first of all, I mean, obviously you're saying you're talking about the difficulty of setting up uh, a masternode. Um, you've been in Neo's coin channel probably a lot and seen uh, so many support things like syntax having to deal with so many support things about like different issues with masternodes. Um, it solves that just because our servers uh, will be handling all of that, like all of it's automated. Um, setting up of new masternodes is going to be automated uh staking is automated all of that is just going to work for the person from what i from what i understand you have an automation master on the team right? uh i would say all four of us are, are pretty uh pretty well versed uh kurt has been doing a lot of work uh recently um at our, our jobs yeah, it's been what i've been living the past several months ah cool i used to be a surprisingly enough i'm not just a radio show host i used to be a network engineer so I know you have to create scripts and you know put it on servers and get it you know get certain functions certain functions to automate clearing logs right stuff like that yeah it's it's pretty it's challenging but it's also really exciting when it actually works you push a button and everything happens all at once it's great <laughs> and then and then it breaks and you don't know why oh exactly then you go to google like why is this breaking and some guy from four years ago had the same issue and says never mind i found it and doesn't explain <laughs> what he did it's your firewall, man. The port, IBM, po IBM closed the port on you. <laughs> the mothership made a change, and they didn't tell you about it. That's normally what happens in a corporate situation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Left foot talking to the right hand. So, so the, you have an ICO. It's on right now, right? It's live. Uh, Pre-sale. Pre-sale. Oh, I see. Oh, pre-sale. So, yeah. how is this structured? Tell, tell me how how do I get involved? Uh, you go to you can go to mass.cloud and get the address there, um, or um, you can add it in parity or your MyEther wallet. Basically, you just need a your own wallet, not sent from exchange, but you just send F to an address. It logs the uh, transaction and gives you it sets aside tokens. Um, for when the main contract is published sometime next month. But you just got to make sure you do not do it from an exchange. You do it from a personal wallet, either my Ether wallet, Parity, uh, Mist. There's probably a few more that I'm forgetting, but those are the three popular ones. Yeah, uh, man, I, I, I haven't gotten involved in ETH, and I, you know, I've been trying to stay away from it, honestly, but uh, I might have to do it just, just for you guys. You know, if, I, I had somebody else invest in Veritasium for me just because I didn't want to deal with I like like I got to the wallet part now and, and I got like what are all these questions they're asking me? This is ridiculous. It just wasn't wasn't simple. And I kind of I kind of shy away from anything that's not simple because if I can't parody do it, makes it the rest simple. of the world, the rest yeah. of the world can't Par do it. Parity is uh, is awesome. The only thing about parity is is you host it yourself, so uh, that means you need to take a few precautions on your own personal servers, uh, or I guess your desktop. <laughs> 
or you could set it up on like a you know another unused computer because it's a web interface like uh so you go to a web page and that's your uh, wallet there's lots of uh, i guess more web wallets like neo's version 2 i think was a web wallet or version 1 but whatever so yeah. right um it's it's kind of like that so you could technically have it on another computer change the um address it's bound to and then just access it from any computer in your house or you could set up a tunnel to it you could access it from even anywhere in the world if you do that fairly secure uh, you you mentioned neos i i just interviewed neos uh i mean i'm, I'm very i'm very excited to see what happens in you know what is it seven days now i think six days left yeah you know, so i'm really excited how are you guys involved with neos are you guys going to host their master nodes we uh, probably um, well, I mean, obviously, like syntax is uh, is one of one of our team members. Oh, yeah. Where is he? He's <laughs> at the airport or some shit. I don't know. He he's already leaving yeah. town. Yeah, he's skipping yeah. town. No, he's he's already he's leaving got, us. He's got family coming in, so he's picking up some family. Yeah, I think his, <laughs> his grandmother's. I think maybe 80th, 70th. It's, it's like a, a major uh, birthday, and uh, so I think they're doing something really big, and um, that's why he's kind of not around. He's, he's you guys, around. you guys are very lucky, man. He's he's extremely skilled. He is extremely skilled. Uh, okay, yeah. Well, well, one day we'll get everyone on. Uh, you know, maybe we'll set up another interview in a couple weeks, and we'll get everybody on. You know, even syntax. And uh, you guys. You guys could go more in, in in depth with the technical stuff. So, yeah, for sure. so how is it structured? The ICO is it? Are there phases? How does that work? Yeah, I mean, you can you can say there's three. Technically, the pre-sale is the first phase, and then once that's finished, um, you have the ICO, which will have um, two phases. Part of it, uh, the first phase, you get a twenty percent bonus for the first five million tokens. In the second phase, you get a 10% bonus on the next 10 million tokens. And after that, it's just a standard exchange rate of 1,000 tokens per 1F. Oh, wow, that's a, so that's a nice nice little bonus. You get three, if, you, if you get it now, you get 300 extra per ETH. Right, yeah, right now it's 30% bonus for the pre-sale. Cool. And what, uh, not to get too technical, but... Where are you going to store all these master nodes? I mean, though, actually, let's get to the concept of what you do. So what master nodes are you going to have set up? I mean, who dis who determines, you know, where where any funding comes in goes, you know, and what master nodes are going to get set up? Ultimately, the community will, uh, or the, the, the token holders will. Uh, but for now, we'll, we'll just have a proposed list. So the main contract that we're going to release... Um, we, we, in order for funds to be released from the contract, we have to add an address to it, and that's published. And then a week later, that address can be released or can be allowed to have uh, funds transferred to it. So we would announce saying, hey, we're going to support, I don't know, NEOS, and uh, this is the address. And then uh, we can sign it and prove that it's us. And then uh, a week later, we can send funds to it and build a master node from there or the POS staking um whatever it is but it's we want to be completely transparent and completely and log everything that we can for the public on the blockchain gotcha so so if i wanted to participate in getting so 
when I buy a mass token, and I, I just want to understand from a simplicity point of view, because you know I want to I want to know what I'm buying, like everyone else. So if I buy a mass token, what could I do with it? Well, you can stake with it. Um, staking basically gives you an equal share, a proportional share, I should say, of your mass um, staking weight, pretty much, uh, on all the coins that are in the mass pool. So if we have like 10 different um, proof of uh, stake and master node coins, uh, and, we all, and they're each paying out, I don't know, like uh, five eth a day or 10 eth a day or whatever it is, then you have that, like if you're staking, you have a portion of those rewards. And that will come to you daily, but that's only if you're staking in our in our contract. If you don't stake, what happens is, like, say you want to trade it on uh, Bitrex or or wherever it's listed, or Poloniex or whatever. Um, if you're not staking it, those funds actually get re the profits from the staking of those funds get re-rolled into the. Um, mass itself so it will buy more masternodes it will buy you know more dash or more uh, pivax or anything okay I, I i i got a little idea from the white paper i just wanted to hear it from you also i mean so so let, let's get it so either i could stake my coins according mm -hmm. right or yep. i could i could not stake my coins and have them free to trade right and also, if they're not being staked, that means that those that that say thousand mass, whatever it represents in the uh, mass pool, those profits are just growing masses value, like overall. So people who are staking will be slowly earning more that way, but also the actual like net assets of mass itself are growing, which uh, means that on exchanges, Ideally, the price will keep rising because the assets in mass itself are are, are growing. Okay, uh, if I if I decide to stake it, you know, because if I you know some people like to day trade whatever, but if mm -hmm. I do decide to stake it, uh, is it locked in there for a certain amount of time? Am I able to take it out at any time? How does that work? Yeah, yeah, you can take it out. Um, it's it's just a matter of calling the stake function or the unstake function. If you stake, your coins are locked while you're staking. At that point, you don't have to have your wallet on or anything. It's staked in, into the contract itself. So the contract on the blockchain handles all of the, um, basically the, the auditing. And that's with the contract and the back end that handle the payouts and, and figuring all that out. But say you, you know, two days later or whatever, or, or maybe you need to free up some funds. So you want to sell some mass, you can just go to the same contract, like same uh, DAP or to uh, our website and you can unstake it. As soon as you unstake it, it's free. And you do that by sending a message, right? Yeah. Sending a transaction with a, a function in it. All right. Uh, it's kind of like, uh, it's, it's kind of like a pool for staking. Yeah, exactly instead of for mining so you guys yeah. are setting up like a pool for staking yep and yeah that's that's kind of uh where the idea comes from we want to have some certain stats and eventually um more flexibility than just say paying out in ethereum we would like to be able to have people choose what they get paid out in 
have them choose when they get paid. Like, um, you know, there's going to be some people that are micro staking, right? Like, uh, maybe staking one mass or, or whatever. Right. That that would be really really small payouts, but um, probably even more than it would cost to send them. So what will happen is they'll be able to choose a threshold. Say, hey, yeah, instead of paying me daily, uh, pay me when my balance for getting paid reaches one Ethereum or, or 0 0.05 Ethereum. Oh, cool. Uh, so you guys do with master nodes. How about like regular staking coins? How does like are are you able to do the same? Like, yep. You know, you know what I'm saying. Like, I I know you guys get profit from all the master nodes you set up, and that profit gets you know divvied up into the the crowd but how about how about like proof of stake coins that yeah. don't have master notes how does that work it's exactly the same way uh we'll be setting up just um wallets that uh that are staking and those wallets all the all the addresses to those wallets all the addresses to the master nodes um all the earnings of master nodes and the amount of funds in them all is going to be public published on the blockchain as well. So people will be able to see on our website, but they'll also be able to see on the blockchain themselves. So if they want to query it on the blockchain, they can do it through our contract, or if they want to query it through our API that we'll have, uh, they can do it as well. So I'm hoping people will make some nice, you know, interfaces that maybe we, we don't have, or if we're missing a feature, the community will be able to build onto it to, uh, to offer some more cool stuff. Gotcha. Uh, what what are what are the benefits of using mass over me setting it up myself? What 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 do you do other than what I could do? And what are the benefits? And I I know I know you s setting up a VPS is already we we touched upon that. Yeah. You know because that's a pain. But what what other benefits are there besides you know just you know why wouldn't I just do it myself local? Well, you you can, but it's expensive and difficult so you have the challenge of not only getting the funds together to, to create a master node if that's what you're going for but then you have the challenge of keeping it up uh, preventing DDoS attacks making sure it doesn't get hacked um, you have the whole challenge of it being online and we have decades of experience between all four of us of doing this exact kind of thing where we prevent attacks and we secure stuff and we have um, failover uh, availability for whatever's online and, and making sure that it has high availability and, and low downtime. So if you have your own wallet, you got to make sure your computer's on 24-7, connected to the internet or at least whatever server you're running it from. Um, so in, in getting an, an enterprise server is not cheap. It's not going to be as, you know, it's not going to cost $4 a month to to run a VPS that's got near 100% uptime guaranteed and DDoS protection, all that, all that happy stuff. Cool. All right, I, I I understood that. I just wanted to get that out there because it's it really is a pain in the ass to set up a master node. I've done it multiple times, and you got to keep your computer on. You got to make sure it's got you know, low latency. It, it's working. Yeah. So another, yeah, another thing about it is the the fact that with this there will be constantly new um, master node and staking coins coming out and not only that some of the uh older uh, cryptos are slowly moving away from what they've got and they're kind of more leaning towards proof of stake or delegated proof of stake or even in integrating master node technology into them as they do that we'll keep adding those things so in that respect it also um makes it a little easier for people so they don't have to really follow uh 
crypto news constantly to keep up on all that stuff. Yeah. In the in the white paper, I was reading the white paper last night. It mentions that users have the option to burn tokens. Why why would they do that? How, how does that work? That's if so. We we are going to be on exchanges. Hopefully, I mean it's up to the exchanges to list us. We can't force them to do it, but this gives them another way to get their funds out quickly and easily. Um, currently, as it sits in the contract, it's it's a two month waiting period from the time the ICO ends until you can start burning. Um, I put that in there initially just because it could take time to get things ramping up and we don't want people freaking out thinking that everything's going downhill when it just takes time for, uh, I mean, it could take time. We don't, it's, it's still up in the air, so that can change. But, um, after that two month waiting period, they can just call a function. It burns the tokens. Um, it sends an event to the back end. The back end handles it, does the math because we, we, we take a 10% fee to prevent, um, manipulation and crashing the the whole system if you have you know a couple million tokens we don't want it to go we don't want it to get severely tanked um right. yeah it's just it's just there for people it's it acts like our own mini exchange it takes so when you when you burn it it marks your tokens as gone the back end does the calculation and then it figures out your 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 portion of burn tokens versus the, what's in the pool and takes that ratio and finds out how much of mat or how much ethereum you should get that's in the pool so it takes funds from the pool and gives those to you um for your tokens i hope i explained that. i just fumbled up uh, a couple of things to add, add to it so when he said there's a 10 percent fee that we get it's a 10 percent fee that we as mass as a, yeah, as, the as whole, a whole, whole get server. yeah the so whole it's server. not like yeah it's not like um the team gets 10 percent uh, yeah, uh, in the pool yeah so it actually benefits uh the entire pool because what happens is that 10 percent stays in but a hundred percent of mass is coming out so that 10 percent uh of say like um crown dash pivax uh all those coins that stays there and therefore the value of all the assets in ratio to how much mass there is it increases so everybody's uh rewards become bigger and uh, the actual value becomes bigger Oh, and uh, one, oh, sorry, one more thing. And when he was saying that th things take time, and we don't want people to panic if, if things don't, you know, are taking time, he doesn't mean like the actual pro, like he doesn't mean the design of the project. He means more like we don't really want to manipulate the, um, we don't want to manipulate any of these markets. Uh, and with the amount of Ethereum we're getting, it leads to the possibility that some of the smaller markets could really uh, could. It, it could really hurt them, right? Because the value could just, just like skyrocket. Yeah, we don't want to right. ten million worth of a coin all at one in one chunk. That that would destroy yeah. the market. So we got to split it up over time. So that's what that's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Now's a good time to buy. <laughs> now yeah, it's going down. Yeah. It's <laughs> two hundred right now. Everything's going down. That's just go what what's going on recently with the markets. You know, it used to be a seesaw effect where, you know, when, when Bitcoin goes down, the alts went up. But now it, it's kind of following Bitcoin up and down. Yeah. Which is, you know, it, so so seeing alts low and Bitcoin low this today is not a, not a surprise. No. And, I mean, come the weekend, it's usually lower anyway. 
but this has been a bit of a slump. Wait, where do you guys where do you guys think uh, Bitcoin's gonna go from here? Uh, my my opinion of Bitcoin is I think that eventually Ethereum or another um, smart contract type uh, coin or whatever you want to call it uh, is going to just cannibalize it. I, I think Bitcoin's great uh, for what it was and like what it meant, but I think that. Uh, the developers, the way they're fighting right now, um, isn't the way that uh, a group of people who are working towards the same ultimate goal should be should be. Uh, yeah, the acting. blockchain the blockchain technology has evolved way past what Bitcoin can handle. Uh, well, maybe. Are, are, are you guys in favor of Segwit? I, <laughs> I I know this is a personal question. Like, what type of underwear do you wear? <laughs> I, I personally, um, I think that uh, I, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of Segwit itself, but um, I understand why. Uh, but uh, just the way everything has been going on, I just kind of like, I used to have quite a bit of Bitcoin, and now I, I only use it to um, basically pay my bills. Because uh, Bills in Canada is a, is a, it's a provider that lets you pay any of your uh, bills like I can pay my mortgage or I can pay my credit cards or whatever with Bitcoin. They don't take anything else. So what I do is I take all my other cryptos. I use Shapeshift and to Bitcoin and pay my bills. Other than that, I don't touch it. That's gotcha. So, so you are not in favor of Sega. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I, no saw, I saw the way, I saw the way you avoided that question. <laughs> That's all right. You know, some are naturalists. You know, believe believe it should stay the same. I I'm not ashamed to say it. I think it should stay just the way it is. Let it break on its own. Don't break it intentionally. That's it's not a bad way to look at. It. But one of the problems with it is is some of these people that are are really pushing for that change are are doing bad things to the Bitcoin network, like. There, there's a reason why there's so many transaction backlogs happening, and a lot of that is to do with malicious, malicious acts. Yeah, well, you know, what? let let them break it. Let it break right, on its yeah. own. Don't don't break it intentionally. Let it break on its own. You know, maybe it won't break. You know, so so it takes you know a 24 hours to get a transaction. I mean, <laughs> it I mean, it can be three days to get a transaction. Right, but you know, that's that's at certain times. You know, yeah. and and there's ways of fixing that. I mean, this. Have you seen those those uh, those websites that, uh, you know, TX make the rebroadcaster or whatever? Yeah, where where miners yeah. could actually put put your transaction in the block and speed it along. Yeah, yeah, I've I've used them a few times uh, in the past few months just because I had to. I mean, I I think that could get you know I think miners and you know people in the. The technology could kind of get together and make a few more of these type of services and you know may, maybe throw a little little price on it and you know people could get their transactions to go faster with the miners help mm -hmm. that's not that's not a bad way to deal with it really and then you let the um i guess uh not was it capitalism that 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 is yeah basically yeah like let, let it work the way it's supposed to work. I mean, the, the functions are there. You just have to, you know, innovate. Innovate a little more. Don't don't break it, though. Let it break on its... If it breaks on its own, implement Segwit. But yeah. let it break on its own. Don't don't break Satoshi's dream. Yeah. 
Um, but some, it, of the, some of the devs are, were even talking about like completely changing the alg algorithm if certain things didn't go the way they wanted. Like, nah, like, I don't trust. I don't trust any of those people. They go fuck yeah. themselves. I, I'm I'm out if they do that. Yeah, exactly. I, I will sell it all tomorrow, and maybe buy an island. Who knows? <laughs> uh, so. T tell me about this kill switch. What, what's that about? I, I read in the, I read that there's a kill switch in the in the white paper. Yeah, so the dead man switch. Um, so basically, what we what we want is um, pretty much all four of us come from a background uh, that it, we've been like in security related or even like more uh, darker things back like a long time ago. And so we have a lot of experience with um, with things that can go wrong and uh, things that can that shady people can do. And in this specific instance with a kill switch, um, what it means is, or a dead man switch, is we wanted to monitor the servers. And if for whatever reason the server bills aren't paid or something like something isn't right, what will happen is it will actually begin liquidating the funds and sending everything back to the mass people. So there's not a worry of uh, basically them. It's it's more it's more assurance for them if if something just bad was to happen to us, for example. Yeah, if, or, all, if, all, if all four of us died in the plane crash, um, this yeah. would eventually kick in and, and clear out the funds and give the people that are that are the share of their pullback. Hey, don't laugh, man. That happened to La Bamba. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So, I mean, you know, hopefully it will not happen. Hopefully one day this will do so well that, you know, it, we won't have to, like, have, like, yacht jousting tournaments whenever we, like, that has one mass that's worth, like, a Lamborghini. But I think that uh, it, putting those safety mechanisms into place is really important. And I don't see a lot of other people doing it. And I don't know if it's they just don't think about it or they or, – or what. But gotcha. we want we want to have we want to think of ways where we can be evil and prevent us from being evil. So like that's why he was talking about their uh, in our Ethereum contract, uh, the transparency trust contract, basically is what we're calling it. Um, when the Ethereum is in there, and if we wanted to, like, if I went rogue, for example, and I wanted to take that out of there. I wouldn't be able to because the contract itself would force that it would it would just not allow it. And so when we when we make a when we add a new exchange address, so like we uh, we want to send to uh, to Bittrex to start trading, that address gets posted to the to the contract and it instantly locks all of the coins, like all of the Ethereum, so we can't do anything with it. So people have a week to validate that address. And if they don't like what they're seeing, well, they can get out. You know what I mean? Like they they have time. Okay. And it, uh, it, you yeah. know, some of us wish some exchanges had that feature. <laughs> yeah. Well, all exchanges should probably let you own your own private keys. Right, and that's coming. Komodo, it's yep. going to come out with Komodo and Supernet. We, they already. If you go, if you go into uh, the the channel. I forgot the name of the channel, but there's a testing channel for testers that, that are mm -hmm. testing it right now. And uh, they're, they're, they're building it and testing it at the same time. You can see them working all day long. And eventually, they'll, they'll have uh, 
I, I think it's going to be really soon. We're going to have a, a fully decentralized uh, trading platform. It's needed. It, it's going to be awesome, man. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm happy they're bringing it. Um, you know, decentralization is really important. And the, the best part is, is that you hold all your keys when you're trading. Yeah. Yeah. That's the important thing. Actually, have you guys, have you guys looked into uh, getting into the Agama wallet? No, not yet. It's it's simple, man. I mean, if if you guys have a good developer on the team, you it's all it's all open source. Just go, you know, look for it on uh, a GitHub, and mm -hmm. and you know you could you could do the changes yourself and put yourself inside the inside the wallet. It has Ethereum already, or no? I'm not sure. Cause if but, it has uh, Ethereum, then it depends if it supports ERC twenty tokens. Uh, easy. Um, it, it might be difficult then, but you know, take a look at it. I mean, it, it's it's really cool to be a part of it because then they people could use your token also to you know gamble on Pangea and trade on Instant Dex, cool. uh, which is now being called Barter Dex. They call it, they they renamed it. So yeah, that I mean, I I, I think it's going to be awesome. I'm, I'm it's one of aside from Neos, it's one of the things I'm waiting for. Uh, so tell me how the wallet's going to work. I mean, do I get a wallet or is it going to be all through the ether wallet? Just through Ethereum. There's no need for like, um, a standard, like a, a new wallet. But one of the things that we, we do have uh, is a thing called a DAP. Um, I don't know if it's, that's an Ethereum specific term, but it just stands for distributed application. Um, and what that is, is all of the, uh, it's JavaScript and so HTML and all of the logic goes interfaces with the contract, so it's like a it's like a really easy way for somebody to interface with an Ethereum contract, which typically is a little more a little difficult because you have to like paste in a bunch of JSON uh, code and, and stuff like that. So it's it's kind of a little messy right now for for certain um, for certain contracts. Our goal is to have uh, a DAP where people can use Parity or any other like Web 3.0 um uh browser so like metamask or um or, or what mist those are all those all have web 3.0 browsers in them and uh so what they'll be able to do is they'll just see a a, a mass dap click on it and right there it'll already know their balance it'll know everything about like their wallet they won't have to identify themselves with a username and password or anything because the uh the blockchain is what does their authentication and they'll be able to stake and unstake right from that well and it's completely what, distributed what happens when uh when you have to convert to erc 223 will that be have you thought about like future changes you'll have to do with the blockchain um I haven't really. I've been so involved with everything else. I haven't had a chance to look at the two twenty three yet. But uh, because of the way we're coding the contract now, it's going to be pretty extensible. Um, the only thing that really ma the, the the main contract that we have for the ICO is just there for bookkeeping on the the addresses and who owns what tokens. So we can go from there and extend it out to a, a new token type and just import the addresses and decommission the old contract if we have to. Gotcha. Like a. Uh... Like like uh, transferring to a new token, yeah. You know, I, 
I want to mention it just because uh, Komodo, if if something happens to the Komodo blockchain, uh, all the all the assets, all the coins, the tokens involved, they're they're not connected to the blockchain, which is why I like it. If it breaks, everything's okay because they're all separate chains. They're just you know working with Komodo. Unlike Waves or NXT, where you know if the if the NXT breaks, they, every every single token in, involved is is broken. Also, you know, so any change that needs to be made, you know, it's made only on your end on Komodo. Not it doesn't have to be made for everybody. I don't know if that makes any sense, but it you know yeah. everything's separate. You know, so it, if if you make a change, it doesn't affect Komodo and vice versa. You know, so it, yeah. I mean, if and they're gonna have smart contracts too. So, yeah, I we mean, are, check it we out. Aren't, we aren't married to Ethereum. <laughs> um, that is one thing. Like, uh, if something bad were to happen to Ethereum, we can always use another smart contract technology for this. Cool. Uh, so, we talked about the wallet. Uh, tell me about this voting system that's coming out that you'll have later on, I guess. Yeah, so the, the voting is going to let, we're going to let token holders vote to where they want to stake their coins, their tokens rather. Um, so if they have a coin in particular that they want to support, um, they can, well, it's two parts. So they can vote where they, or they can choose where they stake their coins or tokens. God, I keep getting messed up. Um, <laughs> or they can, or they can uh, vote on new coins to support. So say um, a new, a new coin came out in the next six months and we, and we was like, hey, do you guys want to support this? And we can put on the contract and um, let them vote for it. And if that if it goes through, then it goes through. If not, then we move on. It just it's just putting the power to the people rather than having us dictate everything. All right, very, very cool. Uh, what what is meant by partial staking? I, I read that in the in the white paper. What's a partial stake? That's just staking part of your total uh, mass. Gotcha. So uh, staking all or none. It, it can be summer. Some or none. You know, I had a thought during this interview. Uh, you, you guys could, you guys are gonna do master nodes, and you're gonna do proof of stake. How about like, uh, like file storage coins, like storage and Sia, and like, technically, those are kind of like, you know, something where you could just collect it and it makes money for itself, right? Yeah. And then you could distribute that. Yeah, for sure. Like all of those other. Um different algo, like different consensus mechanisms or different governance methods, those are coins that we definitely want to look at. And yeah, just like storage and, and things like that. It's right up our alley because we're, we have this, these servers that are already doing stuff. We can just, like, it's not hard to automate that stuff once, you know, like it's all the same things to us. Right. And I, I'm, I'm interested in like Filecoin coming out, you know, that's, yeah. that's going to be awesome. Uh, I think it's going to be awesome. Let's hope so. Uh, I bought a crap ton of hard drives for that. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, let's see here. Let me see if I touched upon everything here. Uh, so are you guys going to have a third party, uh, you know, holding your ICO stake? Or is it going to be all through smart contract? All through smart contracts. And... We we trust the contracts more than we can trust anybody else. No, it's true. Yeah, you. I mean, technically, even a third party, you have to trust that guy 
Yep. You know, instead of the guy you're giving the money to directly. So technically, you got to put your trust in something, and it's yeah. better to be something that's automated. So I agree. I agree. You know, what, once that's easily available to more people, you'll see that you won't need any more, uh, you know, any more people to to do that function. For sure. There's actually a couple uh, projects coming out around uh, in the next little while that are are all about making smart contracts contract a little bit easier for uh, people to just kind of just deploy the simple ones in the in the white papers is to prevent ethereum transactions to unapproved addresses how mm-hmm. how how are you going to do that so how what happened oh, i guess actually kurt you can answer i'm sorry i was reading uh, what was that let's get technical technical <laughs> What was the question? I'm sorry, I was reading something. Uh, the, the white paper says pre, uh, you're going to prevent Ethereum transactions to unapproved addresses. How, how are you going to accomplish this? Yeah, that's what we were talking about before with the, the one-week waiting period. So we announce an address. Um, the address initially gets sent into an array uh, as locked. And then we can, we, call a function, we can call a function whenever we want, but it, it checks to see if, it's been, if, it's, if a week has been passed since it's been um, added. So it uses the block time to keep track of... Um, when addresses were added and when they could be unlocked. So it's just, yeah, it's just, it, the, we, because the, con, the smart contracts holding all the funds, by making that week, one week waiting period, we ensure that we can't just add an address really quick and, and send it to whoever we want. What, what, uh, what coins are you accepting at the moment? What master knows, what do you have right now that's tangible and ready to fire up and go? Like, like what, what, when I invest in something, I want to know what's, you know, if they have a one of those, you know, something tangible, something ready to go, or an actual product, you know what I mean? What's what's ready to go? By the time the ICO starts, everything 100% is ready to go. Like we're not, we don't have um, like a long-term roadmap saying, hey, yeah, in five months this is uh, this is gonna work. It's going to be, uh, it is, it works before the ICO begins. And one right. week after it, the ICO ends is when uh, everything basically starts. Obviously, right. we're going to have more features and stuff um, along the way, but the basic uh, staking, unstaking, burning, all that stuff is all, all going to be done before the ICO. Gotcha. All right, man. Um, I'm going to tell I have some questions from the audience that I've been holding off on. So we're going to get to those now. You guys ready? Because... Cool. It's not as mainstream and white paperish as mine. Okay. And so this guy says. Uh, also, it sounds like you guarantee that people will make their money back at least with bonus on top. What is that? What is that? The true story? I guess he's not. You know, he doesn't speak English very well. Uh, hmm. I'm, I'm trying to make out what he's saying. Okay. Can you buy mass when sending ETH from an exchange? No, do not send from an exchange or else you have to deal with exchange support. The problem with exchanges are, like we were talking about, you don't own your, pri- your private keys, so you don't control those addresses. You need to control your, those addresses um, in order to use mass. All right. Uh, we, and... we had one person uh, earlier contact us about that because they sent, uh, thankfully, like only a few dollars um, from Coinbase. Uh, to it, and there's nothing. There's nothing that can be done. Right, right. That's all, they hold. 
And that's the problem with them holding the keys, like we said yeah. earlier. So same thing in, in Komodo. You have to hold your own keys to, to reap all the benefits. Um, oh, you, you know, you know, you could, if, you could do Komodo also. It earns 5% interest. Oh, yeah? Well, yeah, for sure. It's, it, it's, it's pretty awesome. I've gotten like over 300 in the last couple of months. So, let's see. How, well, how will Miss... Talking about that one guy's comment about how we guarantee that they'll be able to, we'll be able to earn or make our money back. Uh, I don't know if exactly what he was asking, but uh, maybe it was something to do with um, the fact that if they put in, say, one F, they'll know they'll be able to get like one F back or a return instantly. Uh, but the reason we can kind of say that a bit is because almost all of the Ethereum that comes into us is going into the fund it's not going to us we are taking only 10 percent of the ethereum that's to pay us to pay legal fees to play to pay all of our infrastructure everything for the next year yeah the i think 10%. he was saying i think he was trying to ask how, how do you guarantee that you know they're, they're going to profit from it and that's why i didn't i didn't i didn't touch upon it anymore because it's a stupid yeah. question yeah, it's can. a stupid question. When, when when I invest in you guys, I know there's a possibility that you could be a scam. I know there's a possibility that I'm not going to make my money back. I know there's a possibility that, you know, the devs could run for the hills at any moment. I mean, I I know there's a possibility it might break. Uh, it could get hacked. I mean, I could go on here if you guys want want a list. It, it's the, this is this is crypto. Welcome to crypto. You know, you could you could uh, choose to trust. And that's where trust lies. You know, you got to trust and you got to do your due diligence at the same time and see if, you know, a white paper makes sense. If it looks good, uh, then you invest. Uh, yeah. it, you know, it's it's not it's not all about, oh, oh, you know, I mean, no one could guarantee you're going to get your investment back ever. Yeah, invest in, in the white paper and not how it looks. Invest in like reading it, like actually learning it and talk to the developers and talk to other people who who maybe know more than you like you know everybody ha knows people that are much smarter than them uh, so you know now that you say that uh there was like a, a a pool reward type of uh equation well that I, I didn't get in the white paper that was the only thing i didn't understand oh the math for the uh for, yeah. for how the payouts go and i never did yeah. good at math that's probably why <laughs> yeah i mean it's basically it's just so that we calculate the rewards based on your total mass that's staked versus the total amount in the pool. Um, because even unstaked tokens get a reward. They just go back in the pool instead of going to the address. And then we also compare that to the, the number of blocks that you've been staked um, since the last payout. So we wanted to prevent... Um, the reason we check against blocks is we don't want people to, to, to stake the second before we do a payout. Um, I mean, it, it really probably doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things, but it's just to be fair to everybody else that have been staking. Um, it, it just makes sense to, to put that check in there. Um, okay. Uh, we, we have another question. Uh, how confident are you about your, uh, your uh, idea? Extremely. 100% confident. <laughs> and zero doubt. <laughs> I'm just going through the slacks because I, I I put it in mo multiple slacks and now I, you know I got different questions in different slacks, so 
Uh, how will Mass choose the coins on the pool, and will the fund be transparent? Um, I don't know how we we haven't really decided what coins we're gonna we're gonna support, but we will announce them. Um, we'll publish them to this to the to the smart contract. Uh, so you'll see that it'll have the name of the coin, the um, the address that that exists on the exchange, uh, all that good stuff. And that's basically how we'll announce coins. We'll, we'll, I mean, we'll probably send out newsletters, put it on the website. We'll publish it however and wherever we can. Yeah. And as far as like transparency goes, um, everything is going to be transparent and published onto the blockchain. Like every transaction, every trade, every uh, payout, um, all of that stuff is ver going to be verifiable on the chain. And it'll also be displayed in a fancy version on our website. Um, and, uh, we'll have, um, like APIs for people to query themselves, uh, easy, like, so bulk CSV experts or XML experts, um, so people can put it into spreadsheets and stuff. Right. It's going to be shown really on the to, website, right? Yeah. Yeah. We really want to be, uh, extremely transparent about this because it's not really, it's not our funds. Like it is everybody. It's everybody that has mass. We have 10% of mass. But the other ninety percent of mass is owned by everybody else that put in Ethereum, and that's that's why we have to be super uh, transparent. Yeah. Well, the, but yeah, but the bonuses and stuff like well, that. Well, the bounties and yeah, 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 yeah. They still own it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. So, what happens if uh, this is another question from uh, Kano? What happens if the proof of stake master node? currencies being staked drop in value dramatically that can happen um what will happen though is uh we have thresholds set up for uh, rebalancing because we don't want to have um uh, a 90 percent portfolio of one coin and then like you know one percent of every other one so we want to keep re those balanced so if one a value of one coin were to drop dramatically what would happen is other funds would go back into that uh, to rebalance it. Um, unless, of course, uh, it was dropping dramatically because it was dead, like, uh, say, got listed from every exchange or there was a severe bug in it. Then it would just be dropped. We would we would lose the funds at that point, but so would everybody else that has it. All right. And uh, do mass tokens need to be locked in order to receive rewards? Yes, they have to be locked into the staking contract. Your computer doesn't have to be on, or, or your wallet doesn't have to be on, or anything. But you do have to lock them into the staking contract for the time you get rewards. Uh, you can like lock it, uh, say use use my Ether wallet or something, lock it, and come back in two years, and you'll have a bunch of Eth in there. Um, you don't have to have it on, or you don't have to check or anything. You can check just via the blockchain, like on Etherscan or something, to see your your F balance going up. But uh, the time you want to trade them or transfer them to your friends or family, uh, you have to unlock it first. Yeah, and we don't. They when you buy mass, they're initially un unstaked, and yeah. we don't stake them for you. We can't unstake them for you. It, your mass is your mass. You control it. So if you stake it and you lose your wallet, um. I hope you find it. If you <laughs> if you don't stake them and you lose your wallet, well, you know, thank you for investing in the pool. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah I mean, it, it's we want to. The, the, these these are your tokens. You control them. Cool. 
and and that's what that's what this is all about controlling the people's hands and not any any third parties uh we have another person here he's saying uh, can can token holders choose to be paid in the native currencies instead of eth for the start no but shortly after for sure that is one of our, our total goals we want to give people the most flexibility for uh well, their staking make sure that we're not i mean we're not talking about fiat currency we want well, yeah, to yeah, 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 in, in fiat they'll be paying him <laughs> and if we if like if we're if we invest in uh zoo coin and they want to get paid out in zoo coin yeah we'll support that in the future i think that's what the, i think that's what they they meant anyway that's yeah, a bit you know, so that, that's a big up and coming coin zoo coin everyone should check that out Bitbean, Pepe, Pepe Cash. <laughs> will Will the mass token have any other functions? Yes, potentially, possibly. We also want to build services. <laughs> we also want to build services around it. Like we, we don't want to. Um, we don't want to. We don't want to say anything. That was an easy. That was an easy one. Yeah, we yes. don't make promises because. It's not. It's still in the planning phases. So we have we have ideas. We have things we want to do, but we don't make any promises saying that. Oh yeah, we're gonna have this great thing. You can. We're gonna be the next Pied Piper. No, we don't want to. Possibly is the answer. <laughs> that was. That's funny. Yes, the answer is yes. Possibly. What? When and how does the exchange between the native POS, MN masternodes currencies and ETH happen? daily to start um it will happen uh possibly more frequently or less frequently uh based on how it pans out in the first few yeah, months if it's too expensive to send out two hundred thousand uh, uh addresses in bulk it then we'll, we'll we'll obviously change it so it's daily or, or by twice once every two days once every three days that kind of thing we'll, we're gonna obviously it'll be announced everything will be public we'll make sure you're happy with it we, we want to we want people to, to get their, their investments back. We want people to to get to get what they deserve. Yeah. And we, we don't know yet. Um like I have I have some theories, everybody else has some theories about how much mass is gonna be staked versus how much mass is gonna be traded. Um and we don't know how like so far we've gotten quite a few people that are sending um, little amounts of, of F like zero point zero zero one for example. Like that's getting like what, one mass or ten mass or something. Um they uh they're they're staking if there's thousands and thousands of those that's gonna be thousands and thousands of little payouts that won't really be that that great so at that point it's better to push the paybacks um weighing them from convenience to uh waste pretty much yeah obviously if the payout's okay. less than the gas then we're not gonna we're gonna figure something else out gotcha what uh this looks. This might be the last question. Why? Why use the Ethereum blockchain? Uh, he's still typing. Why use the Ethereum blockchain and not something like Waves? Oh, it looks like somebody owns some Waves out there. Uh, waves is cool, um, but uh, Ethereum, in in my opinion, is just a a bit more. Uh, or like long in the tooth you know like it's it's been a bit more developed it's been around a bit um and there are a lot more developers for ethereum at the moment i'll answer that for you it's because it has smart contracts and they work <laughs> i mean right yeah, what else out there has has smart contracts working right now no, nothing right 
Well, the, the thing is, like, even even if we are using Ethereum right now, uh, in two years, uh, say Waves like surpasses Ethereum in the amount of developer support, the community, everything like that, we can switch. If, it, if it's got the same co smart contract of, like, compatibility or even better, or if something does come along that's even, it's just better, we'll, we're not attached to it. Right. And you said that earlier. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's, there's that cool one that's supposed to be coming out, modular smart contracts. I think it's called Honda. Oh, no, it's called Civic. Yeah, Civic. I'm thinking of the car. So That's what I think of whenever I hear <laughs> I see it. I see it. Honda Civic. It's going to have modular smart contracts. That that should be cool. All right. Yeah. Uh, I, I think I don't see anybody typing anyone. Let me go check these other slacks real quick. Sure. All right, yeah, looks good. All right, guys, uh, we we did it. We didn't really announce that this was going to go live to like fifteen minutes before, and we had forty listeners. So that's pretty good for a, cool. a show that wasn't announced at all, basically. Uh, the the it's going to be on SoundCloud uh, tonight. Okay, I'll send out the link. I'll put it through social media. You guys could send it out from there. Nice, uh, thanks. You you guys, said, what, what's the website people should go to? To, to find yeah. out more about about the mass cloud mass dot cloud mass dot cloud and uh if somebody wants to do business with you is there an email address yeah they can contact uh, admin at mass dot cloud and that goes to all of us so all right and uh what what any any more tips or any anything you could leave us with like uh opinions or you know some secrets that nobody knows about yet not secrets but uh all you guys um just be careful with your wallets out there there's been a lot of scams going on yeah verify every address before you send it yeah oh yeah yeah i know it's a pain yes yeah, on every slack now they're doing it we'll, we'll never My... say send it we'll, we'll always point you to the address to the website yeah. the address we'll never say send it to this address if you get a pm from someone don't believe it go to the go to the website Never, never believe any address you're given. I keep responding back with profanity. <laughs> They're just laughing over how much money they make. Oh my god, dude! I, I feel bad for all the noobs. I mean, it, it, listen, it's been going. I was saying it earlier. It's been going on since the AOL days, since dial-up. I mean, I used to, you know, I, I was a kid back then, but I used to do the fishing. You know, they had these like little programs that you could do fishing oh, the with them. and stuff like that. Yeah. It, I mean, it's been going on forever. You, you you know you know not to fall for something that somebody messages you. That that that's. Hey, it's me, your brother. I mean, I yeah, I I feel I feel bad, I feel bad because you know there's probably a lot of older people getting involved, you know, and they don't know anything. It'd be probably first time they move a mouse. Who knows? Well, I think one of the problems is uh, with some of these ICOs. There's so much like hype and FOMO surrounding them that. It's just, uh, it's easy for people. People uh, treat them kind of like, almost like a, a casino, you know, like uh, that rush from getting in or, you know, not getting in. And that's when, well, that's when bad things happen. Yeah, well, you know, everyone, everyone, please be careful out there. I, I do believe, like you said earlier, Slack needs to do something about that. Yeah. That's a problem or else we're all, we're, we're all going back to IRC. Yeah, no kidding. 
That's all Slack is. I'll get, yeah. I'll get, I'll get my hacker version of Merc. <laughs> yeah, I'm still rocking six point three four. Hey, remember MIRC? Those yeah. uh, uh, I haven't been on that in a long time. I think we probably use bitch axe. <laughs> All right, guys. Hey, um, let's close the session and we'll talk some more. All right, guy, everyone uh, that is listening live right now, thank you for showing up today. Uh, I apologize. Ma mess is going to be a mess, a mess uh, ICO. You guys need to get involved. Uh, it is uh, one of my favorites, and that's why they're on today because I don't interview anybody that I, I, I don't believe in or I think is a scam. I won't, I won't do it. And you know what? It's, it's, you know, I've had a lot of people come up to me. Can I, can I get an interview? No, no, you can't. Uh, you know, you have no community. I mean, there's one person in your Slack. You know, it's, it's not gonna, it's not gonna work out if there's no community support. It's not gonna, I'm not gonna say yes. If uh, it looks like your white paper looks like a total scam. I, I can't do it because, you know, it, I just can't do it. You know, even if you offer me money, I can't do it. So if if there's somebody on my show, it's because they weren't being on my show. Uh, you know, I read the white paper. It looks really cool. I mean, and who the hell wants to set up a masternode by themselves? Not me. I, I've been trying to set up a Neo's masternode for like two days now, man. I give up. I'm, I'm going to go back to staking because I'm, I'm just going to wait for a mess to come up. <laughs> It's true. It's true. It's really. It, I'm not a Linux guy. I'm not a big Linux guy. I do. I messed with it a little bit as a network administrator, but most of those, uh, most of those servers, you know, back then when I was working in a corporate situation, were vSphere and Windows Server. So, I mean, it wasn't. You know, it, it wasn't Linux. Yeah, yeah I, I use both. I use Windows as my main OS, but I use Linux for everything else for work. It's a love-hate relationship. <laughs> <laughs> all right guys thank you for coming on and everybody uh thank you for joining us today love you all and i will see you in a couple days when we uh, interview uh a komodo member dragon. of the team oh. <laughs> the komodo dragon when we interview the komodo dragons that would be a cool a cool name for something they'd probably make a lot of money if it was komodo dragon all right fellas I'll talk right. to you later. This Thanks. is Lutz signing off. All right, we're no longer live. Yo. User in your channel stopped recording. Just going to stop the recording here.